This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician or band each week all about music. And it's the first episode of 2022. It's good to be back. This one is with Mild West. I had Liam and Nat from Mild West on the show. And they recently put out a new single called Nightfall, which sounds like this. You can listen to the full song on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. But let's jump into the chat with Liam and Nat from Mild West. So from Mild West, we have Liam and Nat. How are we doing today, boys? Doing good, thanks. How are you? Going great, mate. Thanks for having us. No worries. I, I was saying just before, I was, I was, I was told Liam was going to be here, but I was not warned about Nat. So um, <laughs> I'm really going to have to have a stern, stern chat with your management <laughs> to, to see what's They're, going on. I don't think they made the call. I think, I think Liam just wanted a bit of uh, moral support. So I'll just... <laughs> yeah. Nice. That is Rockstar. That's the Rockstar <laughs> lifestyle, I think. Yeah, it's, it's great to have you both here. But... Um, yeah, I guess we should start by chatting about the new single you guys just put out yesterday. Mm. It was came out yesterday for us. It's probably a couple of weeks old old once this comes out, but um, uh, called Nightfall. Yeah, what can you tell us about that new track? Um, well, for us, that's probably one of the older ones off our new album that we've just recently finished off that's coming out in April this year. Um, but Nightfall's been one that's kind of floated around for a little while for us and kind of taken on three or four different versions over the like the course of its lifespan but um it's mm-hmm. the way it's ended up now is probably pretty different to most of the stuff that we've done to date like it's a lot more mm-hmm. dreamy and kind of almost disco influenced and a bit more straightforward pop like simple structure kind of thing so um we sure. were pretty excited about getting this one finished like not only just because it's been kind of sitting on the cutting room floor for ages and we've been trying to figure out a direction for it, yeah. but also just because it's one that we really like playing live and we have been kind of working on for a while. So it's, it's good to see it finally take shape. Yeah, definitely. And you said um, it moved kind of more towards a pop kind of direction, mm-hmm. um, at least as, as far as structure goes. Is there any reason you wanted to go that way? Not necessarily. I think the song just kind of suited it. Uh, it was... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Our older stuff was a lot more freeform and a lot of like instrumental breaks and stuff, mm-hmm. which like this does have an instrumental section in the middle, but like I kind of liked the idea of having everything be like a bit disparate and like different styles and stuff kind of came into all of the songs. But recently I've kind of taken a bit of a turn on that front and just I like the simplicity of keeping a bit more of a pop structure and just keeping songs down to their core elements and not drawing things out too much and i think this song in particular was the the best one to suit that kind of approach out of all the ones that we've done off this album so um it felt kind of natural to do it that way i think i guess it's kind of early days with the um the song's only been out one day but um how the like i guess the fans um been reacting to 
I guess, the, that little change that you're doing? It's been good so far, um, mostly live, like because we've been playing this song for a while. Yeah, this has always been one that after we play at a show, like because it hasn't hadn't come out until today, like it was one that people mm-hmm. hadn't heard when they come to see us live. So, it, but it was one that we'd always kind of get um, feedback on. Like I, I don't know, like people would always come up and say, "Oh, that one Nightfall," because I'd introduce it and stuff before we play it, and they mm-hmm. kind of liked that song like it kind of stood out to a lot of people as we were playing it live so it's been really good on that sense and then yeah after putting it out everyone's been really nice and seems to be a good response so far i think they're the ones you get probably most excited for too hey don't you reckon like the ones that go really well live and then you kind of you're you're hoping that you get the same sort of feeling when you put out the actual song yeah yeah, because this album in particular has been a pretty different approach for us because basically the way that we did our EPs was we'd write and record all the material first and then put it out and then basically figure out how to play it live. So all the songs were released before we'd right. play it to anyone, whereas most of the songs off this album were like knocking about for a while and developed on stage. So like it was a lot of playing it to people that hadn't ever heard it before. So, yeah, it was good to get that build up. Right. And did, um I don't know, we, did you change song certain songs to do with like how an audience would react to it or anything like that? A little bit, yeah. Um, it was more, we changed like our set structures and stuff like that. Like none of the songs really changed at their core, but it was more just like how we felt mm-hmm. about them when we played them, like giving sections more energy right. or like um, taming back the dynamics of it a little bit in certain parts, like rather than, oh, like that, that verse didn't go over well or something like that. It was more just how we were feeling from it rather than like gauging the crowd response. For me, at least, it might have been different right. for the others. But speaking from my own experience as well, I don't know if you, if any of the songs you thought this is a this is a sure one for the album or whatever before you play it live, and then when you play it live, do you ever kind of go, uh, maybe this one's not so great, or even the opposite way around where you think it's maybe not so great, and then you play it live and it really works out. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Life again, life again, life again would be one for sure. Yeah. We weren't really too sure about it for a while. It was like the last song that we wrote for the album, basically. It was fairly new, and we were kind of arming and ahhing about whether it would be the one, like whether it would be on the album, let alone be a single and stuff like that. And then when we started playing it live, we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we like this one. Like It it had a good energy to it and just felt felt like a good blend between our older mm-hmm. style and the stuff that was on the rest of the album. So, Right. Is that is that why you chose it for first single? Just kind of, it's a nice transitional kind of thing? Yeah, I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, it, like it's definitely more similar to our kind of alt rock, like um, islands, and our first couple of tracks that we put out style. Just the heavy guitars and stuff like that, and it's probably the most standout song on the album on that regard. Like in terms of its aesthetic, it's the most different one, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of felt like a natural transition to go from that kind of guitar-driven style before leading into Nightfall, which is very synth-heavy and, like, quite dreamy and lots of, like, atmosphere to it. Sure. And is that is that a lot of the album is the kind of synthier kind of stuff? Yeah, for sure. I think there's a pretty good blend. There's a bit of acoustic stuff in there, but, like, very synth-heavy. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm keen to hear that. That's our April, is that right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's either the 22nd or the 24th. I can't exactly remember off the top of my head. I probably should know that. I think it's a. Do you remember that? Twenty fourth of April. Yeah. Twenty fourth. Sounds of April. right. 
I've got twenty second written on a on a page. I've been lied <laughs> okay. to. So um, might be the twenty second. So April's a hard one for us because my girlfriend's birthday is the twenty fourth. <laughs> Isaac, our keyboard player, is the twenty sixth. Uh-huh. I've got a mate who's the twenty fifth. Uh-huh. And yeah, everything's just kind of all around that same weekend. It's definitely in April. <laughs> I'll decide when this one comes. Yeah, you out. can choose. <laughs> yeah, twenty second. Yeah, and that one is it's called machine learning. And I was just I haven't heard it yet, but I've 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 done a little bit of reading that was sent to me and it's kind of a bit of a bit of a concept behind it. Can you talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Um pretty much all of our stuff that we've done so far has kind of had a bit of a running theme through each record. So the two EPs kind of have a bit of a theme to them and then this one has probably lent into that more than any of them so far, but um Essentially, it kind of came out of the machine learning song, which is the the first song on the album, um, which kind of inspired the the idea. But it's it's very centered around technology and just like the pros and cons of it in our society and how it can kind of obviously be a very great thing. Like we can talk and have a, a really good conversation from remote parts of the country all together at once, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. But then there are other side effects to it that are negative. So like staring at a phone screen for eight hours a day rather than going out mm. and being productive or whatever. So it kind of just explores a few different ideas around that and some weird and wonderful uh, concepts of like artificial intelligence and um, space travel and nice. things like that. Like a little bit little bit out there, but kind of fits the spacey synth rock thing that we've got going on too. So All the topics a good album needs in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I think so. Very science fiction based, I'd say. <laughs> cool. Science fiction, space rock odyssey, which when I say that sounds horrible. <laughs> I guess that's kind of a 70s thing. That's something they'd do back in the day. I guess like Ziggy Stardust or something like totally, that. Totally, yeah. It's all spacey. Yeah. Well, Nat and I grew up on on all that kind of music. Um, I'm a massive mm-hmm. Pink Floyd fan. Nat's uh-huh. like, always had classic rock in his house growing up as well. And we've mm-hmm. all kind of been brought up in the same way. So, yeah, lots of influence from definitely 70s stuff and, like, 60s psych and things like that. Cool, cool. Well, keen to hear that. What I wanted to talk about next was, um, I guess, live shows. You've got you've got one coming up, um, fingers mm, crossed. Hopefully. Um, uh, at Chippa Hotel in Sydney, and that's a, that's a rescheduled gig. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let that <laughs> way in on this uh, one. We still haven't locked... <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't locked in a date for that one, but it's yeah, it's right. all all our shows. We had we had seven shows or six shows booked for December, January, and we played one of them <laughs> in the start of December. And yeah, the rest, so there's one. The, yeah, we're not we're not actually sure when the next show was going to be because we still haven't locked in a date for that one yet. But mm-hmm. um, I think our next show was actually up. In Foster area on the eighteenth, nineteenth of February. But yeah, I mean, fingers crossed we can start doing shows again. Um, I do miss playing live. It's one of the reasons why I love music. <laughs> it's playing live. But sure. you know, everyone's going through the same nonsense. You know, COVID nineteen. Yeah, it's tricky to um, have to, I guess, organize everything, and then it can be just like. Any minute, they're just like, nah, this show's not happening. Um, Nat does a lot of the like booking side of things, and like, just mm-hmm. it's pretty heartbreaking seeing all the effort that goes into organizing shows and arranging 
everything yeah. and even just like everybody else in the band scheduling around it and all this kind of stuff and then like you said at the drop of a hat it can just kind of disappear and and it's usually like the day before or two days before the event or something mm. which makes it even mm. worse yeah well um hopefully w- whatever it is you're you're kind of planning i'm hoping i'm <laughs> predicting the next month covid fucks off for sure yeah, right hopefully yeah yeah it's just gonna all of a sudden just go away goes yeah. all together just vanishes from humanity please <laughs> mm. yeah when you do do a live show what is that kind of I, i've read like kind of i haven't had the chance to see you guys yet but um i've heard it's a pretty pretty fun time to to watch you guys what um what is the show like for you guys um well it's it, it's kind of hard because we all are living in in separate cities at the moment so we haven't been practicing all that much um i'm in sydney right. Nat's in foster the others are in newcastle adam is kind of all over the place as well right. um so we haven't we, we don't often get a chance to practice which makes it kind of tricky but um usually we'll get together right. like a couple of days before the gig and just run through the set a few times and um yeah live we tend to play a lot more of our kind of upbeat um like pub friendly songs i guess like we've got a lot of stuff that is quite dreamy and mellow on the record but it doesn't translate very well to a pub full of people who are out for like a a night out you know what i mean so we generally tend to pick it up a little bit play songs that are a bit faster and yeah lots of lots of synths we've had helen playing cello with us for a couple of years now and it's it's a really cool thing it's often something that people kind of pick out and, and really enjoy about our sets which is mm. cool but yeah it's just a lot of that kind of like um the more rocky side of our music i guess and a bit kind of louder and more in your face so people can kind of get some energy under underneath them definitely well um i'm keen to to see you guys let me know when you when shows are actually allowed to happen um i'll be there as long as i'm still alive yeah, sounds good whereabouts are you based i'm in sydney so i can nice i can pop up to any old sydney show so i'm ready awesome sounds good what were you I saying that i think our next sydney show is yully's brews you know a place called yully's brews in i don't know what the um suburbs called no it's alexandria technically i think it's like right near sydney park right mm. right right yeah it's a really cool spot so i think that's uh, that's definitely our next sydney show which is on the it's on the Fourth of March, I think. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna pencil that in right now. Um, you can actually see me, so I actually have to pencil something. In. <laughs> March four. Um, I can't just I can't just can't lie just like I that. do when I'm like on a phone interview or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so I'm writing that now. No. Um, yeah. I, I guess um, I don't know a lot about you guys. The kind of the the first I heard from you was um, kind of when your new track was sent to me. Um, so I'd kind of like to know a bit about how you guys started. So yeah, when, when did you guys start, and how did you all meet, and all that fun stuff? So I guess um, Liam, Liam and I met in high school, year seven. Liam came from mm-hmm. uh, a school out Taree, and what year did you get? You there year eight, I think. Was it year eight or year seven? Uh, year eight, I moved to Foster High. Yeah, I met Liam at school. Year eight, um, and I think everyone sort of there's a word on the street this like can play guitar pretty well, <laughs> and um, I didn't play anything at, at that point in my life. I didn't play any musical instruments, but I was fascinated by guitars and drums, and a lot of my friends played 
musical instruments and I'd always go out and watch them in the uh, in the uh, music rooms at lunchtime and Liam was always in there on the guitar playing some sort of Led Zeppelin song or whatever. <laughs> and then I think I started playing the drums when I was in year 11 and um, Liam and I started jamming together. We played a couple of like school gigs, just me and him. Then we played a couple of Black Keys songs or something. And um, yeah, Black Keys, Colorboard Kids, Tame Impala. Yeah, we we recorded. um, Actually, went to Liam's house and he had like a little makeshift studio that um, his um, family had at his house. And we, yeah, we. I think. I didn't had no idea how to record, but you had an idea of how to record a song, and I think we made this like sketchy recording that I still remember to this day. It's like it was a bit, it was it was pretty fun. Like I just just hearing yourself playing back on a um, speaker was just like a whole new experience that I've never felt before. So it was really addictive after that. So um, I think we just started them from then. Hey, really, we just started trying to make some songs, and I think it didn't really. I think you were sending some ideas over like even like 2015 and stuff. And um, I think we started really just getting together and playing from 2016 with Isaac, who is the keyboard player. Yeah. And um, yeah. That sounds so about that right. Was, yeah. That's, based, that's about right. Isaac was in the mix there somewhere, but he, he kind of um, didn't really come into until about 2016. So we started playing as a three piece together. But um, yeah. No, it's a right. good little history. I've actually haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been on, it's been going on for a little while now. It's weird having lost yeah. a couple of years of gigs and stuff to COVID because it's made mm. time go really quickly. But um, yeah, that that's all pretty accurate from memory. And then yeah, Isaac jumped in. He was a good mate of ours. I, like I went to school with Isaac when I was like six, seven years old or something like that. And um, Nat and Isaac had lived together over in the States for a while and were really close. So right. it was pretty natural for us all to kind of get together. And he's an absolute beast on piano and keyboard. Like, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gelled relatively quickly, which was good, and had a few ideas and stuff that I'd kind of been working on in my spare time. And then the other boys brought their own flavor to it and everything. And and then, yeah, we grew from there. Helen joined eventually on cello, and mm-hmm. recently we've had Adam jump in as well on guitar. So, cool. And we're hunting for more. <laughs> Always keen to, to make the band bigger. We want to have a 10-piece Arcade Fire-style yes. orchestra at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, what, what instrument will I join in? I've got it. One sec. Get on the maracas, I reckon. Maybe some maracas. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Oh, the kazoo. Can I join as kazoo player? Definitely. Yes. Yes, I mean. Those <laughs> kazoos are sick, eh? I, I used to always go to the um, the music shop in Newcastle and I'd always, without question, walk out with a brand new kazoo. <laughs> like, just, I just, I know, I'd always have these little, like, little musical instruments that I'd, like, use in recordings just that are real random, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like a kazoo and, like, um, like clapping sticks and I'd always walk out with a kazoo, but that's the... Uh, yeah. Isaac's got that little, um, I don't know, I can't remember what it's called. It's like an omniphone or something. That's the keyboard that you blow into. Like a few oh, little right. things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> that's yeah, it's all that, that weird shit that um, just... I can imagine. Are they, are they easy to play? 
I've never had a chance. It's basically just a piano. So if you can play keys, it's easy enough. Yeah. But it's um, it, yeah. yeah, it is very annoying, annoying yeah. and droning. You got to blow into the um, hose, blow, blow into the hose first, and then as you're blowing, you, gotta, mm-hmm. you can press the keys, and it's it sounds like um, a cor- like yeah. a really shit accordion. <laughs> I also I have a piano accordion, but the the case is um is broken, so I can't open the case to to play it. Oh, really? It's just trapped, bro. So I've just got a I've just got a trapped <laughs> piano accordion, which is um a bit annoying. Damn. Um, but yeah, that that's very annoying because I have no idea how to how to play <laughs> it. So anytime, I, I bet someone I live with just kind of glued the case shut. To be honest, one day you'll um, drop it or something, <laughs> and it'll just pop open, and yeah. then it'll be free, and you can finally learn how to play. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'll be um yeah in the band kazoo slash piano accordion. I love it. Okay, I am in. <laughs> well, um. It's been a great chat today. Um, if anyone wants to find find any of your stuff, I guess, your music or your socials, where can they go? Um, so all our stuff's on Spotify and Apple Music and most digital platforms, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Um, we've got some stuff on SoundCloud and things as well, but um, search Mild West. Our Instagram is mild underscore west, I think. Mild West on Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, yeah, a little bit of Google searching, you'll find us, hopefully. That's it. I actually found I, there's a um, a band in America called The Mild West. Yeah, and yeah, that's with, yeah, they're, had a they're few fake. Issues with that. <laughs> right, <laughs> they're, they're fake. They're not. They're not really. I a heard fake their band. shit. I can't even. I wouldn't even bother. <laughs> yeah, they can't yeah. Even play. They're trying to bring you down. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Have they even got a celloist? No, probably. No, not. I bet they've got a mean to do though. <laughs> Oh, he's my greatest enemy in life, is that, that fucking gazoo player. Yeah, sweet. Thanks, guys. Well, yeah, thanks so much for having us on. Yeah, cheers, Jesse. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks for listening, and thank you to Liam and Nat for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Mild West's new single, Night 4, wherever you buy or stream music and go check out their socials and check out my socials as well if you feel like it. All those will be linked in the description of the episode. And if you're feeling ever so kind, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that is all for this episode. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.